If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Phil Tolterangi has joined us this morning, as he always does at this time on a Tuesday. Teed up with Phil Saturday mornings at 7 o'clock. Focus very much this week on the Ryder Cup. Before we start on that, uh, Phil, good morning to you. I just wonder... Uh, is uh, being vaccinated a prerequisite in golf in any areas, on the PGA, for instance? Yeah, morning, Smithy. Uh, no, it is not. Um, independent contractors are PGA Tour professionals, so the PGA Tour run the league. The players basically um, sign away their rights uh, to their name and likeness, but there's independent contractors. They get to make their own choices. And it's, it's interesting. One, I've been just listening in a little bit to the conversation this morning, but... Um, you know, one of your texts was there a couple of moments ago brought up a good point basically if you're vaccinated um, isn't that supposed to do the trick well that's at least what we've been told but um, the, the, the interesting thing with the PGA Tour is they ditched all testing on tour midway through the summer and although you'll never read this anywhere in any um, press release from the PGA Tour have it on pretty good authority that what that was all about, Smithy, was there's just too many false positives coming back with the PCR test. And this is, um, really comes back to the situation with John Rahm when he had a six-shot lead through 54 holes at the Memorial, um, yet was perfectly healthy. You'd think he was. He's whipping up on everybody fairly handsomely, yet he tested positive on a PCR test. Never had any symptoms for the next two weeks. Sat out came out a couple of days later and whipped everyone up on the US Open. And so within the locker room, shall we say, there was a lot of questions being asked whether a PCR test is actually determining the fates of PGA Tour players, not the virus. Mm, that is quite deep and, and meaningful when you, you, you look at the amount of uh, dollars involved as well. Uh, Phil, it, it's, um, <clears throat> it's quite a staggering... It's quite a staggering uh, figure, of course, the money involved, but uh, the importance and, and that is uh, it's quite interesting. Anyway, um, mm. I, I might research that even further because it's uh, such a high-profile uh, sport and, uh, as you say, there's plenty at stake. Uh, the USA, a buck fifty-three. Europe, $2.88. The Thai, 13 bucks. The Thai, 13 bucks. Uh, mm. What do you make of that favouritism at the TAB? Yeah, most probably, uh, if you have a look at, um, you know, the fancy uniforms and the the age of the young American team and all of what they do on the PGA Tour, you'd have to go, yeah, OK, they most probably look pretty good on paper. 
Um, it, certainly a tie is uh, is always in play with the Ryder Cup. It always tends to come down to the Sunday singles. In actual fact, if you have a look after the look at the uh, results over the last six Ryder Cups, Smithy, they're uh, 36 points apiece between the, the European team and the US team. So they're, they're fairly tied up when it comes to singles play. The US tend to have a little bit of a lead in uh, on singles play, the, you know, they can point to maybe the, the players week in, week out on the PGA Tour. Um, you know, they're individuals, they play for themselves, and maybe the, 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 the US are maybe a little more tilted that way. The European team has a huge advantage, um, certainly with the teams that have been selected this past week when you match them all up in team play. And, of course, there's four sessions of team play, only one session of individual play. So... Look, I'd expect, um, looking at the makeup of these teams, and we talked a little bit about it last week, with all the experience that's on the European team, with Padre Carrington going for Garcia, Poulter, and Shane Lowry, and, and you, you throw in Lee Westwood into the mix. Uh, Rory McIlroy now is a stalwart of the Ryder Cup, playing in his sixth Ryder Cup this uh, coming week. You've got to expect that the, the team play of the, the European side will be stronger through the first few days. Will that have them leading on, on, the, uh, on the card going into the Sunday singles is yet to be uh, discovered. But I, I think the golf course will be a little bit of a leveller for both the European and the American team. Usually the home team have, uh, have advantage over the setup of the golf course and you would expect that Steve Stricker's got a few tricks up his sleeve as far as that's concerned. But I think with it being whistling straights, if you close your eyes and, and there's one pun that says squint a little bit, you could be mistaken that you might be an island. So I think a, a number of different factors will come into play. At this stage, although the US would be the, uh, the, the um, I guess, the betting favourite and, and those odds that you suggested uh, would kind of back that up, I think the European team might just, um, you know, they, they might surprise a few people. Um, I know that you'll, you'll be featuring that on your show on Saturday morning. It'll be about uh, the halfway point compulsive viewing uh, for anyone who likes sport, as, uh, just not golf. It's just one of the great events. Uh, look, um, Max Homer wins the Fortnite. Uh, Maverick McNeely mm-hmm. blows the uh, 17th hole in Eagles the last. A classic case of, of um, well, I won't say choking. It's a hell of a word to say in sport. But uh, here's a go- one guy who knows how to win, one guy who uh, still doesn't. Yeah, good point. And and look, in any you know major sporting league, kind of getting over the hump for the first time is a huge mental battle. And McNeely's certainly got uh, pedigree, and, and and he will win. Um, too talented not to, and uh, will get plenty of opportunities. And he's had a couple of years out there, kind of getting a little wet, but you know behind the ears and stubbing his toe a couple of times. Homer, however. Um, and I'm not sure, Smithy, if you've uh, you've followed Max Homer on social media a little bit, but uh, he's one of those guys that's, um, that that has a fair bit of fun with it, interacts with the fans, gives uh, gives his fellow players a fair bit of sticks, fairly self-deprecating at the same time. Um, but he's got a bit of game to back it up. He's won three times now in the last two and a half years, and uh, is most probably getting to that stage where he might be considered for one of these team competitions over the next couple of seasons. Ryan Fox, uh, a good finish. Um, it was, uh, I think, 15th or 13th or 15th equal. Um, not the most lucrative of tournaments in terms of prize money, but 
Uh, how does that affect uh, his status going forward? Yeah, you're right, Smithy. Good, good finish, and, and after a bit of a slow start, uh, what was he, 15 under the last uh, the last three rounds? And so that's yeah. um, that's 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 some some decent playing. Um, uh, unfortunately, only picks up three spots on the European to a money list or points list for the race to Dubai. Uh, he, he's just got to kind of keep his nose clean, keep on making some cuts, and and he will be around for the. For next season, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm expecting a, a couple of decent performances out of Ryan between here and the end of the year. I think there's been a lot of uncertainty around his schedule. Um, you know, he'd like to come home, he'd like to get in that situation. He had to forego that. Now that he's got to kind of knuckle down and be stuck in Europe for the uh, for the next couple of months and get the season completed. I think there's some certainty with that. And given that he's got his family over there with him. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he doesn't throw up a couple of good performances between here and the finish line. Here's, here's a left fielder for you, Phil Totering. I know you're a sports all-rounder. You follow it all. Um, give us your two greatest halfbacks of all time. Rugby halfbacks <laughs> of all time. Yes. I've, I've, got to pick Dave, I've got to pick Dave Loveridge just purely because of moustache. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the, the moustache was fairly... Uh, Fairly, uh, fairly classic there, I, I, and, and he was kind of around my era when uh, I, I remember him. Um, it, and it, it's easy, easy to say this one, but it's tough to go past the the current number one. Um, not only because of of his of style of play, but I, I do take my hat off to him where he's ill. He's he's, he's misstepped a couple of times earlier in his career, um, but it looks like he's grown not only as a player but uh, but as a leader within the team as well. And um, and looking, even making this decision just recently that um, you know maybe staying at home and being around family at this stage, you don't get that back, and that's more important than wearing the black jersey a couple of times. Saturday morning, uh, teared up with Phil Totharangi uh, at seven a.m. Uh, will be Ryder Cup featuring uh, anything else you've got this, lined up this early, or are you going to wait, yeah. keep your powder dry yeah. and wait, mate? It's going to be pretty heavy on the Ryder Cup this week. Got a couple of correspondents on uh, both sides of the Atlantic coming on on our show, Smithy, this coming week. I'm going to leave you with a question, Smithy. Whistling straight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of mm-hmm. bunkers out there. Um, I'm not sure how many are at uh, Bridge Par, but I'm suspecting it's less than 50. That's 950 mm-hmm. less bunkers than that are at Whistling God. Straits. Just right around 1,000 bunkers at Whistling Straits. My Godfather. That is amazing. <laughs> that is an amazing stat. Uh, I'll count them this afternoon and get back to you, Phil. <laughs> Bridge okay. There you go. Very good, buddy. <laughs> Cheers, man. Always good to catch up with you. Phil Totarangi, of course, uh, fantastic with, uh, with golf, but uh, real all-rounder too. He loves every aspect of all sports.